0: a northerner from Huddersfield,
1: a Londoner from London,
0: <laughs> that's chuffing obvious, I'm Nat Richard,
1: and I'm David Baker, and welcome to our sophisticated, civilised, refined, oh, come off it, we're just two Brits in Oz, having a laugh, talking all things UK news. This is Aussie Pomcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Aussie Podcast. Um, it's me again, David Baker. I'm here and I'm joined by the Jay Hanna. Jay's back again for a third week. You've now, I think you've now done more episodes than that. Oh, so, have I really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I think that goes to she's been doing it. She doesn't well need to come back, does she? It. Yeah, so basically you get all of the episodes without the promotional work where you get to be made to look like an idiot. So oh, excellent. Con- congratulations Win-win. on that. Yeah. How are you, Jay?
0: I'm very well. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Um mm. should we get straight into it? Should we get into the Indeed. into the news of the week? Um so probably getting um, getting get with the serious stuff first of all. Um mm. one of the more notable things that happened this week and obviously this has been dragging on for a long time but um there are finally some fines issued over the over party gate. Um mm-hmm. so 20 fines issued not Boris Johnson. Mm-hmm. So he's he's managed to get away with it again somehow. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, twenty fines issued and this is mainly to do with one that happened on April the sixteenth, which was on the eve of Prince Philip's memorial. Oh sorry, funeral. Yeah. Um and yeah, so twenty issued for that. Um Sue Gray is still gonna release some more uh, infringements probably in the future, so we'll, we'll look forward to seeing when that happened. But yeah, what did what did you make of that?
0: Interesting. Um you know it's not a good look having a bit of a party on the on the n- a day of national mourning. Um <laughs> And also reeks of, you know, we make the rules, but we're not going to abide by them. You all have to, but we're not going to do it. You know, it's one rule for them, one rule for us. And, you know, Teflon Boris has got off (laughs) off with it, but, you know... Parties at number ten. He can't be far away. So yeah,
1: exactly. I feel and I mean, like hmm. it's it's you know worth noting that this is one party of twelve. It's not like they had just yeah. one little shindig, and you know they thought they could get away with it. They had twelve. Yeah, yeah. And also, you know, this was a leaving party for the director of communications. That's right. So the yeah. person that's responsible for disseminating all the information about what you shouldn't, shouldn't be doing. Yeah, they're having a little leaving party yeah. for him, breaking all the rules.
0: Not a good look. No, at all.
1: I, don't, I still don't think anybody is. Uh, Particularly happy about that whole scenario, and it'd be interesting to see how that. No, all kind of I'd like to know there.
0: what the coin thinks about it all. But ah, anyway.
1: yeah, I know doubt I'll, we'll
0: ever hear. But you n-
1: know, no, that's a very good point. <laughs> um, one thing that um, that you will be copying a fine for um, mm-hmm. as an individual is mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you saw this, but um, they're going to start introducing a ban on disposable barbecues.
0: I did see this. Yes, I didn't even know there were a thing.
1: Yeah, I. I <laughs> I'm, I knew they were a thing, right. but I don't think I've ever really used one. I mean, no. it's basically just a bit of tin that you put some charcoal in. Yeah, it's like
0: in. a baking tray.
1: Yeah, exactly. You could so
0: actually DIY your own one if you wanted to be exactly. naughty.
1: Exactly. So, yeah. I mean, they can ban them, but I'm not sure it's going to be mm. that easy to enforce the banning of someone just buying a tray and put some charcoal in it.
0: That's right. Um,
1: but, yeah, I, I don't think – I've probably used one once or twice ever, but mm. this is probably a sin to say this on a mm. Aust- semi-Australian podcast. Not a barbecue man. Oh.
0: I'm not okay. a really big fan of barbecues. They're actually quite popular in the UK surprisingly yeah, because you know you more often weeks. than not they'd get rained off but Yeah exactly
1: you get to where you get to actually do it. But yeah. yeah I just I don't really get, I don't really get it.
0: Just so and the on. whole reason for this is because of bushfires, right? Or you know wildfires. Yes. Yeah yeah. So um, they re-
1: they're responsible for 5% of all wildfires in, in yeah, the UK. Yeah but how
0: many are there in the UK? Yeah, and not. how long do they actually last? Yeah not many. You know I'm from Scotland. I don't think I've ever heard of a bushfire. but I could be wrong. But you know they're just going to have to they lug around the Weber like everyone else, <laughs> yeah, you but know? they get
1: they get snowed off in Scotland. That's right. That's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> I, I wouldn't surprised you even knew what a barbecue was, to be honest. Oh
0: well, look, Scotland. I'm I'm half Australian, half Scottish. We've mentioned this before. I've been here a very long time, so.
1: Yes. Yeah, well, um, one place you won't be able to buy them anyway, um, well, any supermarket actually now, but um, mm. is Waitrose or Asda. Mm. And this isn't, sorry, we actually spoke before this, and this is another yeah. thing you didn't know about. But yeah, I,
0: know. I there's a lot I don't you know d- about, let's face it. You've them. never
1: been to a Waitrose, you didn't know what a Waitrose was?
0: Well, in my opinion, they don't exist in Scotland. I just know of Asda, Tesco, Lidl and Audi. Like, what is Waitrose?
1: Yeah, so I, I guess Waitrose is... One rung above Tesco, yeah, maybe one they rung think below. the Scottish people don't March deserve one don't rung know. above. <laughs> <laughs> Tesco's maybe nothing, we're just
0: always run one rung below. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
1: But um, yeah, so I so this is very much a if you're going on that whole theme of um, the upper end <laughs> of supermarkets and the lower end of supermarkets, mm. Waitrose being the upper end, ASDA being probably the lower end. Mm. Um, ASDA has recently um, released their new kind of. It's called own brand type thing mm. and they've called it just essentials mm. so waitrose has launched a bit of a legal suit because um they've already got one called essential waitrose mm. they're quite quite similar don't
0: they have some ideas people that can come up with something original yeah, uh, and also just essentials it sounds like feminine hygiene products in my opinion <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> i, think I think maybe they could do that. a lot
0: better than that to be yeah. honest also
1: it's asda just call it like bog standard or, or just you know, call
0: it Asters Home Brand. What is wrong with that? Yeah,
1: exactly. Come on. I know, but um <laughs> yeah, I mean, neither of them are, are quite the boat shed. So, I you know, well, I that's think, right. Yeah, I, I think we think we think we're talking probably your your ninety nine p special yes, um, detergent. Yes, yes. Your stuff black like and
0: gold, it's, shall yes, we say? Very yes. good.
1: Yeah. so I was wondering. I can remember what that was called. Not because <laughs> yeah. not because I'm better than that. Just because <laughs> I don't take any notice of what I'm doing. Um, Fair enough. And talking to supermarkets, mm. um, and this is probably more down your alley, and mm. you will know who this is, um, given that you haven't known what a barbecue is or it shows is.
0: I know what a barbecue is, <laughs> just not a disposable one. <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah, in, um, I think this was in Norfolk. Mm-hmm. Um, John Travolta, yes. casually walking around in, in his local Morrisons. Yes. And in Weatherspoons. There's quite a few snaps of people just like catching him in the biscuit aisle and having a little, you know, selfie with him. I thought it was quite interesting to see him in that environment. Really,
0: I love a bit of John Travolta. I've actually met him. Do you believe? Yes, he came into Perth, I think, in the early two thousands yeah, right. on a Qantas plane. I don't know what he was doing. It's a very specific um, plane. Well, because you know he's a pilot, right? <laughs> oh, and yeah, he was doing point. some Sorry. kind of partnership <laughs> <thought> with Qantas. <laughs> I thought that was your only
1: residing memory of it. No, was no, that no. He came on a Qantas plane.
0: No, and he was there meeting everyone, and I got told off for sitting on his. I was like posing in the aisle on his leather seats, and I got told off by a. Um, Stewardess, I oh, right. suppose. Mm, okay. But so um, it's actually on the plane. He was on the plane. He flew the plane into Perth Oh. For right. a promotional thing. I can't remember what it was for.
1: And but so you yes. got on the plane on the I after got on the, the plane. plane oh, right. Okay. So you didn't get a free flight. There was a
0: press conference. No, I didn't get oh, a free fly. But um <laughs> you know everyone loves John Travolta. He's pretty cool, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's pretty cool. Yeah. And to be fair, it's it's quite cool to sit like for him to be going into a weatherspoons.
0: Oh, I don't know what a Weatherspoons oh my is. Oh god. Again, I don't think we have this. Your pom We're very underprivileged. Yeah, your <laughs> pommy element
1: of this isn't going to <laughs> well, is it today? But so yeah, Weatherspoons is basically there's one in every single little town or mm-hmm. village and it's they're all it Foster's or Carlsberg is basically ah, what you can buy. So is this
0: where we're going to find Nat Richards? Uh, yeah, yeah. that's is where, that she where would she's have been hanging? Most days. Yes, okay. I mean, there probably
1: is one in Benidorm. It's that kind oh, of right, vibe. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. So I like the idea of him kind of going into there, having a burger and a pint and just kind of getting annoyed yeah. by the people on the fruit machine. So that that, in, that I, I found that quite interesting.
0: I wonder how many of them put Grace Lightning on the jukebox.
1: Yeah, well, I was going to say after that burger, he might have a bit of night fever.
0: He very mo- well made.
1: Sorry, I, I, regret, <laughs> I regret making that joke. <laughs> so, moving on, but we'll go from we're staying in that kind of realm in mm-hmm. the acting realm. Um, sadder news, mm-hmm. and you know, f- for me as a Londoner, mm-hmm. very much part of my, my growing up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, June Brown, who played Dot Cotton, sadly died this week, um, yes. age 95. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I if you're from London you basically don't really have a choice you have to watch Eastenders it's kind of it's it's the it's the law mm. um do you, do you get that in Scotland do you know what, Look you know I had a love is?
0: affair with um Eastenders when I was younger I watched it because my mum did but when I went back to Scotland for a year in 95 I was um I just adored it I was right. like obsessed okay. um and Dot Cotton was an iconic character right she mm. was like uh, Christian but she was a gossip and she was always smoking fags and she had like this terrible son yeah, who was always doing her general, wrong but, but yeah, she exactly. couldn't, she always forgived him, um, forgave him, sorry. Um, you know, she was an iconic character. At 35 years she was on the show, 2,884 episodes um, and she has been honoured for her work. She's, um, she's an MBE and an OBE. But I believe there was a real push for her to become a dame, which didn't actually happen in her lifetime, sadly. But a lot of her co-stars have spoken out and said that they would have wished for her to have become a dame.
1: Right. Okay. Before Um, her death. I don't know whether posthumously that is something you can do. I'm not sure. I think knighthoods and and dames are things you Mm. can't do posthumously. Maybe not. But you Mm. know, it'd be interesting to see if there's a push Mm. for that. But Mm. um, yeah, I mean, and also, like, I'm sure you would have seen her on on other things as well. But Mm. June Brown herself is actually like quite a. Like a really interesting person, she's. I think she's a lovey. She's probably. Yes,
0: she had a huge theatre career before before that. Yeah, um, Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, and she was recently on Graham Norton, and she completely won over Lady Gaga, who fell completely head over heels in love with her, and actually invited her to go clubbing. I believe (laughs) Um, she she was just. Yeah, yeah, she was like completely infatuated with um, June. She just seemed like a real character, a huge personality, much loved. So Mm. very sad day. you know, for
1: lovers of EastEnders. That I know. What, what do- an amazing, uh, like, ending thought of her and Lady Gaga out on the dance I know, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> her I know. having 40 cigarettes on the dance floor. That's, right. <laughs> that's
0: right,
1: that's <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, sorry to linger on death mm. for a little bit, but um, obviously, again, one of the biggest things that happened this week was Prince Philip's memorial. Indeed. Um, all eyes, obviously, on the Queen, how she would mm-hmm. come, how she, mm-hmm. you know, would, would she show any ill health, and um, right. she obviously didn't turn up in a wheelchair. She came mm-hmm. with a cane, mm-hmm. but it was less the cane that people were talking about, and more her
0: her escort, uh, her shall escort. we say?
1: Yes, exactly. Yes. So yeah, Prince Andrew walking Prince her, Andrew walking her into the surface.
0: I think that shocked pretty much everyone. We all expected if he was going to be there, which we were told he would be, he's going to slink in a side door or something, right? No. Um, no one expected him to be the chosen son to walk Lizzie. In and out of Westminster Abbey, I think you know the world's media and, you know, the general public, and I feel even the royal family were pretty shocked by that. Um,
1: I mean, I mean, just uh, just for context, I guess, but for anybody listening in England, it was the front page yeah. of our newspaper here yeah, in Perth. Yeah. So, I mean, it's obviously quite an unusual thing to do. I mean, I have, I don't know why anybody thought that was a good idea, really.
0: I guess the the the, the, the talk around it has been that. Um, He is well-known to be Elizabeth's favourite son. Yep. Um, I have read a little bit about it. She can
1: change her mind though, right? Yeah, she
0: can change her mind. (laughs) Um, uh, You know, she's a Christian woman, obviously. She believes in forgiveness. I think the thought was that if she can be shown to be forgiving him, maybe it might encourage Mm. others to do so. But there's some things that you can't really forgive. So, you know, I think it would be much better for everyone if Andrew just... quietly I think that's it. I'd I'd,
1: I'd be surprised if we saw any more of him. Well,
0: no, there's chatter now that he, as, you know, he sees his mother every day. He lives very close to her. There's talk that he's actually going to try and escort her to other things, including perhaps appearing at the Jubilee um, in June. So let's wait and see if he, it sounds like he has his mother's ear. So let's see if um, Charles and William and, you know, the powers that be actually like this happen. I don't know
1: if Number 10's Director of Communications left to be the Royal Communications <laughs> yeah, maybe Director. Maybe he's Andrews. But, but yeah, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't seem like someone's <laughs> doing a great job there no. either, to be honest. Um no. But you know, poor Queen. She, at least she was in good health. It was good to see her not in a wheelchair. Yeah, Because yes. obviously there's lots of speculation about that. But she, you know, yeah. she must be getting a bit lonely now. She's mm. on her own. Mm. Um So it's no surprise really. And you know, a, a nice thing for, for her kid, for her grandchildren to do. But it uh, looks like Kate and Will's are going to try and move a little bit closer to her. Maybe yeah. they
0: feel like they need to keep an eye on her
1: <laughs> because yeah, Andrew's maybe. muscling
0: in. They yeah, need maybe. to say, no, wait a minute, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Step aside.
1: Yeah, can you, can you, <laughs> you pop down the shops? Yeah. and we are just kind of move <laughs> yeah. in whilst you're down there. Yeah, yeah you exactly. go down
0: to one of these posh shopping centres that I don't have in Scotland.
1: But, yeah, so apparently they've been looking at schools in that, in that vicinity mm. um, and obviously looking at some homes. But... Um, They've kind of ruled out a couple of other kind of mm. lodges and royal residences. Mm. You know, they won't move into the Royal Lodge, which is Prince Andrews. I mean, I don't know why they would think that would be a good idea mm. to have their names associated with that. So mm. that kind of makes sense. Mm. But apparently, they've also uh, ruled out the Fort Belvedere, mm-hmm. which is where Edward the Eighth lived mm-hmm. um, with his controversial wife. American
0: divorcee <laughs> wife, Wallace Simpson.
1: I wasn't going to say all those things. I thought <laughs> I think it's fine that she's American and divorced.
0: I. am just stating the facts.
1: <laughs> but yes, obviously controversial at the time. He abdicated, so obviously that was all mm. a big talking point in the royal family back in the mm. day. So um, interesting that they have ruled out the two really, really controversial residences. Mm. Um, they have been looking at Frogmore. Mm-hmm. You, you know a bit more about Frogmore than I do.
0: Yeah, so Frogmore was where Harry and Meghan were staying when yep. they were married and after they got married. Um, it was renovated for them at a huge cost, taxpayer cost, I believe, mm-hmm. um, which they then um, volunteered to pay back some of the costs. But um, I think Eugenie was staying in Frogmore after Harry and Meghan moved to America, and when Harry came home, for the unveiling of the Diana statue. That's where he stayed as well. Right. Um, You know, it's been renovated. It's a family abode.
1: Is that now tarnished with controversy if it's... Yeah,
0: but what royal residence, if you dig deep enough, wouldn't be tarnished?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, in all likelihood, and it looks like they are looking at lots of, obviously, private residences, but, you know, to be honest... Can you imagine going, we're going to rule out these three places? Mm. I don't know if you've moved recently or, you know, mm. with children or whatever, but the idea of going, no, we won't move into those three really nice places. We'll just look at a little house down the road. Oh my God, it sounds so difficult. They, they have their options, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: More options than most. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. For me, it's, uh, yeah, this one doesn't have a garden, but it's got one bedroom for the four of you. Is that good? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't That'll feel, do. I don't feel that sorry for them no. about moving around. But um, Definitely not. anyway, you know, who who knows where they'll end up? Maybe they'll mm. end up uh, living with, with daddy.
0: Well where is he? I don't He's know. off in Wales most of the time yeah, isn't maybe, he? Yeah maybe the they're talking with to his flowers. Yeah I exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> live with her and Camilla and um, yeah. you know she's been in the news again this week actually. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. talking about her her dream literary dining companions. Mm. You know the whole if you could have five people at a
0: mm. dinner
1: a, party dead or alive who would it be? It's
0: a rather boring list yeah, I've got to say. Like Kant and Monte Cristo Mrs Danvers from the Daphne de Moyer's 1938 novel Rebecca, um, and Elizabeth Bennet from Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. I mean, get with the times, a lot Camilla. Of come literature. on, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, exactly. right? And also, I feel like you know, it's kind of royalty or aristocratic yeah, aristocratic yeah. people. Why don't you go for working class heroes like the Artful Dodger? You know, oh,
1: yeah, okay. he's
0: the beloved character from the Oliver book, um, Shaggy Bane, um, a character from a Booker Prize-winning British novel recently. You know, these kind of working class heroes, why doesn't she like bring the people in, bring the street yeah, like people in? Or like
1: the tiger from Life of Pi <laughs> or something like that. Just something funny. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, I just
0: feel it's like it's kind of people she'd hang out with anyway, you know?
1: A tiger? Well, oh, no, counts, her counts. list, yeah, her see, list. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah, I'm saying she needs is. to broaden her yeah, horizons, it feels like right? She was probably a character in all of these yes, pieces of yes. work.
0: Having said that, if I was going to tell you who I would invite to a dinner, yep. I would actually invite Toms Cromwell who is a royal figure from the Hilary Mantel books, um, her series of Booker Prize winning novels. Because he was just a fascinating, cunning character. So, you know, I kind of, I'm criticizing her, but then at the same time, I can, I kind of get it.
1: Yeah. I I mean, to be honest, I haven't given it a second thought who I would invite because, (laughs) you know, what it's like with young children, I haven't read a book in a long time now. I I can. Oh, you read read picture books. I can. Yeah. I do read a lot (laughs) of picture books, actually. I know the alphabet, like back to front. Yeah. You could
0: invite the BFG or someone like that. Yeah. Or
1: Apple. Or Apple. car, oh, right,
0: or yeah, okay. bike, yeah,
1: yeah, because they're all letters in the alphabet. <laughs> they'd
0: be fascinating <laughs> yeah, conversationalists, know, exactly, yeah.
1: they, and they'd probably win the conversation. Yeah, um, but You'd moving, be <laughs> moving on from <laughs> legends of literature, yeah, um, onto who might become a legend of the screen. Mm. Pretty remarkable story and kind mm. of, you know, a Roy of the Rovers, you know, someone plucked out from obscuri- obscurity into something yeah. amazing. But this is Kev Crane, who mm-hmm. is is originally from Leicestershire, and he was, he's a plumber mm-hmm. and he was doing a job, uh, an ordinary job. I think it was like a four week job, uh, just a, a private residence, had no idea really who it was. Turns out that he was a music producer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: heard, overheard him singing, Well like, Kev, you mean. Kev, overheard mm. Kev singing, mm. yeah, singing. Good Kev. old Kev, yeah, good old Kev, um, <laughs> and decided to sign him up. And if that wasn't, yeah, right. if that wasn't ridiculous enough, mm. um, now Hollywood has kind of got hold of <laughs> this story and mm. have decided to sign up the rights to the story. So it's actually going to be. On the big screen now, his mm. story mm-hmm. pretty remarkable.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Susan Boyle. Yeah, do you yeah, remember Susan a, yeah. Boyle? Yeah, yeah I'm did surprised they make you know a movie about Boyle that?
1: Is. Oh, probably. Yeah, I, I feel know. like
0: it's a similar, you know, working class hero. Yeah. stumbles upon fame. Well, Susan
1: Boyle was I absolutely feel, huge in yes. terms of platform obscurity, coming mm. out to sing operatically. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. You know,
0: with no training. Yeah, I believe. exactly. Yeah. yeah,
1: and you know, Scottish. Mm. That's why you know mm-hmm. who she is, right?
0: Oh, I think the world knew who, oh, she, right, who okay. she was. I think she was actually quite – The story the spoons, went waitros,
1: global. Barbecues. I just yeah, assumed well. Susan Doyle was another thing that you wouldn't have heard of. But um, I
0: was a music journalist for a while. Oh, no. Okay,
1: okay, yeah, no, no, but it does very much have that kind of feel yeah. to it, and um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how this film goes. I think it's it's kind of been written by some British sitcom, you know, uh, legends, mm-hmm. you know, people that are kind of responsible for Alfie Deyes mm-hmm. or you know, the Likely Lads. Both, yeah. you know. Probably not legendary anymore, but mm. you know, were big at the time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they get that done, and um, yeah, how they how they might portray it.
0: I like this kicker line: it says "sinks fixed and dreams dashed." I know,
1: I know, but that wow! W- but I'm already I'm already worried that he doesn't make it if dreams are dashed. <laughs> <So I> feel, <laughs> That's very true. I feel like might, it's a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, what yeah, Happens if his dreams are dashed.
0: Anyway, I mean, I've got a screenplay about a lonely journalist that you know could do with a bit of stardom. So maybe <laughs> I need to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Maybe I need to knock on sad some sad doors. <laughs> 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 hey, look, come on. Thanks. We've got oh, to do dude. what we've got to do.
1: I know. But Speaking um, of
0: doing what you got to do, uh, would yeah. you ever resort to this?
1: Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> not because I'm not prepared to do what I need to do, but just right. because uh, I've got a body <laughs> like a 40-year-old man. Um, but, yeah, so this is all about male stripping, mm-hmm. which is um, it's come back into vogue again. Mm-hmm. So... And you would have remembered this surely, but 1997, the Full Monty, yes, obviously had a massive effect on the industry back mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. And they're actually making a remake of the film now.
0: Yes, yeah, that's right. I mean,
1: I don't know if you've noticed, but Hollywood have just they've given up on making new films, so they're yes, just remaking or right. sequeling stuff. So mm-hmm. the Full Monty is the latest on that list. That's right, but whilst they're filming that, filming it in uh, Sheffield and Manchester, that's Mm. obviously brought about another spike in the industry again as well. Mm. And so, yeah, apparently massive surge in people booking male strippers to come to their homes, to their Mm. little RSLs equivalent, basically.
0: I think um, people have just been thirsty while in lockdown, right?
1: <laughs> that, thirsty for a bit I, of entertainment. That is such but a But also, word. like,
0: when you think about no, <laughs> sorry, part of the pun. But when you think about it, you know, like, the hens parties were cancelled because the weddings, weddings weren't happening, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So I feel like it's a bit of a flow on as well, you know, like – People are back out, they're partying, they want to um, entertain. But the interesting thing I saw about this story was that um, one of the venues that are, they're getting hired for um, are a lot of old
1: folks' homes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. T-
0: t- to be honest. Test that ticker. Maybe, yeah, know? but
1: maybe if I'm like 80 or something and yeah. I've, I've never done that, I would just yeah. go, yeah, maybe Maybe it's time.
0: Oh, you, you, so you would consider it. No, you not do cons- it. Like.
1: Oh. Watch it. Yeah, none of the strippers are from <laughs> the old people's home. How do you know? For, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I was just. Don't thinking, be ageist. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. I was. To be honest, I was thinking about the COVID element of it. Are they kind of wearing a g-string and a mask? Or how does oh, it, I don't yes. know how it works. Yes,
0: yes, I don't know. Mm. That would be
1: very interesting. Just Let's them, just hope they just wear the the them both on. correctly.
0: Mask over nose, g-string over <laughs> willy. All
1: right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Definitely time to move on from that. And I'll bring up your your favorite topic yes, because obviously can't wait. we've been enjoying talking about things you don't oh, know anything about. Yes. Um but uh, <laughs> this week I'm just was just a resident idiot. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> but this week was um was World Cup draw, yeah. football World Cup. Your favourite? Yeah,
0: oh, I love
1: it. Uh, what was your, what was I your surprise? What was your biggest surprise of the draw? <laughs> Sorry, I won't do that. I know you have no All interest. All of it. All of it was a big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest surprise was not it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that was this week. Um, Scotland are still yet to find out if they're getting in, so they still have a chance to qualify. Oh, they, they? All they have to do is beat Ukraine and then Wales. So you know, Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, are you got, Yeah, no. So are they going to
0: play? Oh yeah, my God. so that got
1: postponed. That's oh, why. right. Yeah, it's been so delayed. Scotland's
0: in with a the chance. They're in
1: with, yeah, they're in with, yeah, in with a chance. <laughs> Things
0: might get postponed.
1: But um, so that got drawn. They, they're still in with a chance. England right. have got a pretty favour- a favorable group, and right. um, I'm actually going to be going. So right. I'm gonna f- Where? It's in Qatar.
0: Qatar. Yeah. Oh. In December. Uh. They had to move
1: it because of the temperature, because mm-hmm. no one footballers didn't want to play oh, it in forty But it's degree.
0: kind of same temperature all re- year round. I think it's about it, twenty
1: five degrees in the winter, no, right, so okay. not too bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah so who so are you going with? Uh, just friends from home. Um, right. Football lads. No, sorry.
0: Big Bender planned?
1: No, of course not. Bit of
0: football violence? No.
1: Jesus Christ. (laughs) No, I will 100% be sleeping for as long as I can and might watch a film from beginning to end. But
0: you're catching on with mates you haven't seen for a while. Yeah, but
1: that's not where I'm going. I'm going. All right, um, on that note, I'm going to kick you out and say you're never welcome back again. No. I know,
0: I probably won't be after today.
1: <laughs> no, Thank you very much for joining us again. Uh, we do really appreciate you're you coming welcome. in. And um, y- you know you're booked in for when I go to Qatar, right? So uh,
0: I think I've got something on. Oh. Actually, I'm going to the World Cup. You're going to Qatar, yeah. <laughs> I'm coming with
1: you. <laughs> I didn't know it was on, but I'm going. Um,
0: exactly.
1: No, but we do really appreciate you coming in for the you know, last welcome. three weeks and um, yeah, no doubt we'll have you back on as soon as we can. We'll see. Thanks.
0: <laughs> thank you. <Bye>. See ya. <laughs> Aussie POMCAST is brought to you by The West Australian and Perth Now. Hosted by Natalie Richards and David Baker. Our producers are Kate Ryan and Natalie Bonjolo.
1: You can find other podcasts produced by 7West Media by searching for The West Australian wherever you get your podcasts.